Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, all you cool cats and kittens, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. It is me, Felipe, for another edition of Scooby Snacks and Chats. And today we got a quick but a good episode to talk about. I'm not here alone. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, let's let's talk to the woman of the hour. Some may call her BWP herself, Miss Kate Evans. Do people call the Blair Witch Project BWP? No. No? Okay. Well, anyways, it's Kate Evans. Um, she's just... Kate, Kate Donna, and she wants to have fun. <laughs> yes, I am. Hello, everybody. I'm happy to be here today. She's happy to be here and happy to be employed, unlike other people on this panel. <laughs> Kate, please remember the little people when you become famous. I will. I don't think we told our podcast listeners on this podcast. No, we told it on What You're Doing, which, uh, quick plug, Kate was on a Phineas and Ferb recap last night, uh, talking about flop stars, but... Yeah. Um, again. She- Share with your our, our listeners here your life update. Um, I got a new job. I will be working on the set of Barry, season three, and hopefully season four of the HBO show Barry. You're the assistant to the assistant? Uh, no. <laughs> Wait. No, I'm assistant to the executive producer. Okay. No, for whatever reason, I thought you were the assistant to the assistant to the executive producer. Oh, no. I am the assistant to the executive okay. Um, if you need an assistant, <laughs> I'll send you my resume. Okay, I'll pass it along. Um, I start next month. Yeah, it's definitely. So you're moving or you're staying? No, I'm going to move. Um, She said I wouldn't need to be in LA until late April, early May, but I think I'm still just going to go in early April. My friend's going to be out there in March. So I was like, why would I wait two months if you're literally going to be out there? So I'm going out there. Um. It'll be nice to get settled in and find a place to, to live. And I have to work out all that and find out where I'm living and all that jazz. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll move out in April. Um, but as long as you still do the podcast with me once a week. Once a week. Yes. Um, she looks like she has a smile on her face. It feels like she's going to quit the podcast at some point. No, and I'm scared. The podcast. I'm just nervous for when we start shooting. Yes. Because I have to go. We can always do like the thing where we record a ton in a row and then like I can just have them saved up like before you move. Yeah. Up to you. But yeah. that's a decision for another time. Um anyways, tell tell our listeners what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about the Scooby Doo project, which I think is adorable. I had never heard of it, but it's like a 20-minute spin-off of the Blair Witch project. Um, but it's you know not that scary because it's made for kids. It's sort of animated it's that animation style where they like recorded something with an actual camera but then they animated the characters into the scene it's like a hybrid yes uh, it is uh, a hybrid. yeah so just a quick background so do you know the story of this or no like of the, the of why it was produced no 
I mean, okay. I, I see that it was a Halloween episode, but nothing else. So this, uh, according to the Wikipedia, it aired on October 31st, 1999 in fall. But um, for October, they were going to do the Scooby-Doo Marathon. They were going to do three different ones. And they hired three different promotional teams uh, to do like promotional bits and like snippets or stuff in, in the commercial breaks involving Scooby-Doo. And then all three of them independently wanted to do the Blair Witch Project because that come, came out in August of 1999. Um, so they all came together and they were like, can we do this? And they were like, okay, let's see a proof of concept. And they did it. And then, so instead of having three separate teams, they all worked together. And um, yeah, so they did it in snippets during each commercial break. And then at the end, um, they decided to air it all at once as the last thing involved in the last marathon of the month. So that's why you and I were annoyed that they kept going to like Scooby-Doo marathon and like the, the, that, that, um, screen. Um, and then it makes a lot more sense why I did that now. It was so annoying. It was, it was just way too often. I mean, it took me, I was five minutes in, but I was really like two minutes in without realizing it because it was, it just kept doing it so many times, but I found a version that just didn't have it and that just had it all cut together perfectly. Yeah. Um, so Tell us your history of the Blair Witch Project and exactly what is the Blair Witch Project for someone who doesn't watch horror movies. But I do know of the Blair Witch Project because in the first Survivor season, there was an immunity challenge where Jeff Probst told them a story about the island and then they had to take their shaky cams to each station and answer a question and then do all the questions and the first person to bring back correct answers with the in the videotape won immunity. Um, and it's famous because the late, great Rudy was always like um, something, something, question, 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 reading the question. Uh, I don't know. And then he would, go, he would move on. That would be his answer. Um, a legend. Uh, so anyways, so tell me about the Blair Witch. So the Blair Witch is, I guess now I could say it's kind of an older film. I think it's 1999, you just said. Um, and it's about these people and they go, I only saw it once, honestly, and I saw it a couple of years ago, but they go in the woods take their camera i don't remember if they get lost if the reason that they're in the whatever the reason they're in the words in the first place is if they're looking for that ghost in the end or if they just got lost in the woods um and i'm lost me. in the woods sorry that was a frozen two song that just jumped out of my body <laughs> um but basically it's one of the first biggest shaky cam films and i know that it had a lot of promotion around it like they, i think this was the movie where they actually put missing signs around people that people were actually missing like genuinely thought they were missing and didn't know it was like movie promotions um so i know that there's like a lot of weird stuff about the way that they advertise the film I don't know a lot of people like leave the theater because they were going to throw up because of all the shaky cam stuff i've heard stories or read stories like there were like a few people must be ex slight exaggeration because okay. <laughs> but like yeah it is one of the biggest shaky cam films um i think it's one of the ones that like birthed that whole genre really overall um but this movie was literally the Blair Witch Project, but just cut down a little bit. I mean, everything. I remember the end with when they go in the house in the real movie. In the end, there's the witch. They only see a couple of times. She's like really hidden by the cameras, but there's a big jump scare in the end. Um, yeah, oh, there was a jump scare in this. Yeah, I saw that. I was kind of like, oh, I was a little shocked. Kate um, was like, um, was like, this, this, can't, this podcast might need to be canceled because he might just not be alive. <laughs> it was like the same image from the actual Blair Witch Project, though. But animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't actually the same one, but I mean, it was just like the yeah. same. Um, but I thought it was really cute overall. 
I thought it was fun. So truth be told, I was kind of lost of what was happening. So I didn't really write down a plot summary. If Kate wants to go through it based on what she remembers, that's chill. And what I remember, um, the big things I remember, there was like the courtroom scene, which I looked up was filmed in a cafeteria. Um, and it was like a production manager who was the sheriff uh, saying that like the, they found the van and they had a live action van and an animated van throughout the thing. Um, what else? They go in the woods. Okay. Uh, I was going to bring this up later, but I feel like the characters were very mean to each other in this one. Oh, wait, I don't know I if that issue with with Daphne in this movie, which I know is really crazy. Oh, Daphne and Velma I both. With her, but Daphne drove me crazy. She was so she's a different person. She was rude, and she was all about her looks in a weird way, though. Like it was just like I Velma was also mean. Like it, the two women were especially mean. Like Velma yelling at Shaggy, like why would you say Zoink, Shaggy? Like I was oh like, oh my god, they were getting, but then they were also getting mad at Velma. Everybody's getting mad at Velma for saying Jinkies. I was, I wasn't really into the characters. I think they were not really. Scooby was a little funny and Shaggy was a little funny. Like this might have been their funniest like consistency. Yeah, they were cute. I liked them. But also, like then I remember Velma and Daphne were like, Scooby, it's not cats, it's rats. I was like, and leave Scooby also, alone. I have some facts about the Blair Witch Project. Um, I want to correct when I said it was not the one that's that birthed the found footage, um, the shaky cam, but it was re- it was one of the ones that revived it. So okay. I wanted to do that one, and then also it's one of the most successful independent films because of its low low budget and its and its high um, box office. Yeah. Um, budget was between two hundred to five hundred million, and then the box office was almost two hundred and fifty million dollars. It was. You said it. It was two hundred. 50 million 50 to 200 million but then it was 250 billion no, 200,000 to 500,000 dollars yeah okay like, like, it was like a quarter to half a million I thought dollars. you said I thought you said a million 200 million dollars was the budget yeah I may have misspoken yeah um, but the box office was about 250 million dollars so that is uh, that that's wild to me yeah um so Besides the meanness, was there anything else you really wanted to touch on? Like, there was a Scrappy-Doo appearance for a hot second. There was, like, a storyline with Scooby Snacks being oh, stale. There was. I do want to talk about the um, Scrappy-Doo moment for a minute. Um, because, first of all, I was crying, laughing when Daphne was running away. And whoever was chasing her, I think it was Velma, was like, it's just Scrappy-Doo. And she's like, I know, I know. And she's <laughs> running away. I was in tears. He was I like, was, puppy power. It was so funny. I was like, me, if I ever saw Scrappy-Doo, I'd be running away too because he's so weird. But then she just goes, I'm so upset because I, I ripped my tights and I broke a nail. And I was like, that was so funny before. And now you, what? And then Velma was like, you shouldn't have worn heels in the jungle or whatever. Something like that. They were just, oh, and I'll never forget Daphne's line, which was a different part of the movie. So I guess it's this podcast we're going to jump around. Yeah, in. we're jumping around. We're jump staring around. Daphne's line was like, at least I try to dress feminine. But hello? Hello? She, I don't think I do not remember this. she became my LVP immediately after she said that line. And she almost revived herself when she said, redeemed herself when she said, when she ran away and said, I know, I know, when Velma said, it's just crappy too. That was really funny. That was my favorite line of the whole episode. But that weird line about her being like, at least I tried to dress feminine was so rude. Um, She gets my LVP. Okay. But I, I'm not saying anything about like how Velma chooses to dress, but I do think the color palette is a little weird. I think we talked about this on the zombie island, like the orange turtleneck with the like red, dark red skirt. I feel yeah, like it doesn't. 
matter how no, she no, no, no. It's not about her femininity and how she dresses, but like in terms of the color palettes, that that kind of threw me off a little bit. Like just seeing, because I don't think we usually see her like with like a full shot instead of just like a half, like a face shot or the just the like mid shot. So I don't know. I saw that a few times. I was like, she's wearing a red skirt with an orange shirt. That's a little whack to me. I still agree that that her color scheme is. Yeah. But um, I was just so mad at Daphne this episode with her lines. She was so rude. Yeah. Um, and then we jump to the house itself, um, and they do like some meta commentary about Fred's. Like, oh, it, there was one point where he was like it's been seven days and we haven't solved a mystery within 22 minutes. And uh, there was also a line that Thelma was like, oh, not the door stuff, not the door stuff. I hate doing the door stuff where they like run around through the different doors being chased. Yes, that line was very funny to me. Yeah, so they had meta commentary, um, but at the end they just unveil the mask and it's some random human. Uh, and he's like, it's Halloween. I'm going to dress up. I thought that was cute. I mean, it was cute. Yeah. Um, so... Any final thoughts on the movie itself? That was like the fastest we've ever done this. <laughs> I honestly thought it was really cute. Just just because like, I, I guess I if you've watched the Blair Witch Project and you, I don't know, it was kind of a cute way to just make it a kid's version of it. And I kind yeah. of, I, I usually do not like the animation style where there's like a real background, but then an animated thing. I don't really like those movies. I think like, Alvin and the Chipmunks does that. I don't like it. Like that type of style, I don't. I can't. I yeah. literally will not sit through a movie that does it. I just. It just doesn't. It may, it's so weird. But this one kind of worked. I thought it was kind of cute. Can I say something Alvin and the Chipmunks related? Have Have you listened to the new Rebecca Black remix of Friday? No. It sounds very Alvin and the Chipmunks, and I love Friday unironically. So, and I was disappointed by this remix. Yeah, I I was never a big fan of of that movie. There's so many movies that do that. Movie. Alvin and the Chipmunks. I'm talking about Rebecca Black Friday. No, I know, but you. Oh, okay. Oh, I love the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. We're doing that next after we do Scooby Doo. Oh, that's. I will not. I will sit out that one. So sorry, please. You don't want to talk about Alvin and the Chipmunks two, the sequel. I I may be deeply in love with Matthew Greg Hubler, like incredibly. I love that man, but I will not sit through that for him. Well, uh, yeah. So. Moving on because you just attacked me uh, because I enjoyed that movie. Do you know that Jesse McCartney is is Theodore, the voice of Theodore in that movie? Okay, so wait, no, oh, 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 Matthew Ray Goober, Simon, who's Alvin? Uh, Zachary Levi? No, Justin Long. Stop! Is it Justin Long? That I think it's Justin Long. So they have an all star cast for the Chipmunks. Yeah. Long. Oh my God! Stop! Let me tell you. The, oh my god, they really do. David Cross, Jane Lynch. Oh my god. Okay, anyway. Jane Lynch is in it? Yes. I don't remember who I just X out of the page. But let me tell you. The other day, I watched a movie somehow produced by A24. I have a lot of questions why they produced this, but it was called Tusk. Have you heard of it? No. Well, what's his name? Justin Long is in it. He's the main character. I will not go into detail because I know you do not like horror movies, but this is a horror movie episode. So I will just lightly say that um, it's like a two-hour movie, but like half an hour in, Justin Long is turned into a human walrus. And dying. I love it. I love it. 
very human centipede like oh no 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 no! i don't like that uh oh, very, yeah it's very human centipede like like he he goes on this trip he's a podcaster like us which we uh, uh no too close <laughs> no back up beep 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 he goes on a trip he goes on a trip to canada for his podcasting and he he was gonna interview this one guy but Is that why uh, it's called tusk because he's a walrus yes okay. he's gonna interview this one guy but the one guy well the one guy passed away when he, by the time Justin Long got to his house, and so he, long story, he finds he finds this new guy to, to interview. He goes over to interview him, and he's gonna spend the night and do the interview the next day or whatever like that. The guy drugs him and he wakes up and he wakes up and his legs are cut off. And then next thing you know, he's literally a whole walrus. Like they go, they jump from like his legs being cut off to he's an entire walrus living in the water in this man's house. Um, since you went on about a, a movie, I want to ask you, have you ever seen Rubber, the movie about the magical tire that oh, murders people? I actually have not seen it, but I, I would see it. I'm definitely, I definitely know what movie you're talking okay. about. Okay. When we're back in LA, we can watch Rubber, the movie about the magical murdering tire. You'll watch that? You I'll watch, watch it with you. I'll watch it. I, it's not super, super scary. It's a little weird, but it's not super scary. Um, and I just want to highlight this little thing that it won a 2000 Annie Award for Outstanding Animated Special Project, this uh, Scooby-Doo project. And in two years, they'll do, um, what's it called? The Night of the Living Do in 2001. So we can also talk about that in a few weeks whenever we get to it. Do we want to do our, our activities? Yeah. Um, also just want to shout out, it's the same cast as usual. Scott Innes as Scooby and Shaggy and Scrappy. Fred Welker as Fred. Mary Kay Bergman, rest in peace, Queen, as Daphne, and B.J. Ward as Velma. Um, according to Wikipedia, even though I think the credits had some other names, so I don't know. Um, do, what do we want to do first? Let's just get the culprit out of the way because I don't know what to do. It was like the random Halloween guy. Yeah, what we're calling him. I would just say random guy because I think they took the mask off and I think they literally said it's just a random guy. Okay. And do we get points because we said none? Because like the point, the movie never showed who no, this man was I before. Think we don't. No, it's it, it's it's a trick movie. You can't you can't guess who it is. But I think we have to both say none and take the fact that we didn't get points, but we don't lose any points. Okay, so we're still tied eight to eight. Yeah. Uh, thank kind you, of Aaron. Lose situation. You can't get yeah. points. On it. And I only got points because Aaron sniped our last game and got three points, so I got to steal. Um, <laughs> Or no, my brother sniped it. Sorry. Aaron sniped it even more than he did. He She got three points, and my brother only got two, and you only got one. So we got tied up. So our culprit game is done. What do you want to do next? Let's MVPs or scores? Yeah. No, I, I honestly think we should always end in scores. Okay. Perfect. Um, do you want to go first? Because I'm ready. Um, um, let's both do one, and then we'll both do the other okay, one. Okay. So, so I'll do MVP. Yeah. You do LVP. No, I'll do I'll do the same one you do. Okay. So I'll go MVP first. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pick Fred. Honestly, like slim pickings here. Um Fred's not on the board yet. I think we should give him a For point. MVP? Yeah, MVP. Uh he didn't bother me that much. He had some fun meta commentary about Scooby-Doo. Um, and he was like nicer than Daphne and Velma. Uh he wasn't as funny as Scooby and Shaggy, but he had the funny meta commentary and I was giving Ooh. it scrappy for like two seconds on screen time. A little bit dumb is dumb that bad no i guess not yeah i just feel like at what when am i gonna give fred an mvp point this yeah, is like this is fred but he was like we can bring a movie projector into the woods and Belmo was like 
No, a movie projector into the woods. I missed that part, but he made the meta commentary, which I enjoyed. Um, so I don't know. I just I feel like I need to give everyone an MVP point at some point. So that's, I might as well just okay. get it over with. Fred will never get my MVP point. You don't know that. What if he like is a genius in one movie and you just I have to give it to him? Will never get my MVP point. Okay. My MVP is gonna go to Velma. Um, Daphne is the love of my life but she was so not Daphne in this movie she had a whole different personality and she was not the Daphne I'm in love with so I'm not into that um Fred was just he was just not there to I've ignored him I mean why would he trying to bring a movie projector where are you gonna plug it in as that as Velma literally said he goes uh batteries have you ever seen a projector a movie projector big enough it, where's the batteries coming from so is Fred getting your LVP no. Oh, you're just ranting about Fred. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I am. Scooby and Shaggy were very funny. Um, there's no real reason that they didn't get it. I just think I liked Velma more, and I did feel really bad that everybody continued to roast her. Mm-hmm. Um, um, do you want to do your LVP? Um, to be honest with you, this is going to hurt my feelings, and I think this is going to never, ever, ever happen again. So this is a one-time thing, but it's it's Daphne. I already wrote it in because I knew where you were going. Yeah, I I mean, what the hell? She was so rude, and she was not very Daphne-like. I was just, I couldn't. I was so shocked. For the same reasons, I'm going to give Velma my MVP point. She felt very uh, uh, un-Velma-like. She was, like, mean. She was rude to Shaggy and Scooby. And she and Daphne, and I feel like we need to give each of them one point just for, like, their disrespect and obviously you gave Velma an MVP point so it basically cancels out but I just I just didn't like her attitude in this movie and um I feel like we'll get to some good Velma content throughout so like she's never going to be like at the top of the LVP board for the rest of the time but for now she's she's um has two LVP points from me yeah and zero from you zero from the audience my uh I have a top my top MVP is Scooby yours is uh, Scooby as well. Uh, I only have three points, but you have four. Um, my LVPs are tied between Scooby and Shaggy, three apiece, and yours are tied between Shaggy and Fred, three apiece. Um, you would think Scrappy would have more from Kate. And uh, then the- I think so too, but you know what? Shaggy was the worst in some of those movies. True, 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 true. Um, and then the guests have three points on Velma, one on Shaggy, and then two on fred and one a piece on scooby and shaggy for the lvps um so with that should we just go to our scores i think we should i'm gonna need a second just to think about it because okay. i honestly don't know what i'm I, feeling yeah yet. i need to look I'm- at the other ones um i don't i think you should go first because i'm gonna oh, hurt your feelings so hard i feel like i thought it was in the two range because i just thought it was cute clever and I liked it, but the characters were not were so wrong, and they did have they did have a a villain, but you know it was it was different than we are used to. So I feel like I can't give it in the four range. I don't really think it really should be in the four range anyway. But I kind of made a thing with myself that it can't be above a four unless it has a villain, um, like a, like a whole reveal. Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, so it's going to be between two and three point seven five, but 
let me see so so just to clarify so you're right now the thing you have it you don't have anything at a two um right. you have scooby-doo and the ghoul squad 2.5 um, I kind of think I personally liked it better, especially it was just short, simple, and it was like an ode to the Blair Witch Project, which is literally legendary in the horror in the horror world. So this is sacrilegious I to me. So liked it. Um, I kind of want to go in the in the threes. The threes. The threes. Ma'am. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I just thought it was cute, and you no, know, you you the horror queen. Yes, okay, that's fair, that's fair. I completely see why somebody wouldn't like it, though. So, like, it totally makes sense. Okay, do you want to keep thinking while I go with my answers? Yeah. Okay. Just like you did once upon a time and asked, how low can you go? Stop, don't even. I'm giving this a .25. (laughs) I was so confused. The characters were mean to each other. I did not like it. Um, I was very lost. I've never seen the Blair Witch Project, so that might be like a deterioration effect for it. I was so lost. I did not know what was happening. They were so mean to each other. They were awful. There were some funny lines, but I couldn't salvage it. And I feel like if you're going to give Arabian Nights, which I think was better than this, no. a 0.25, I wasn't going to give this a 0.25. Even though Arabian Nights was not good, I think this, I'd rather watch Boo Brothers again, even though that's much longer. The good thing about this, this was only 21 minutes, but every 30 seconds, I was checking how long has it been since the last time I checked the clock. <laughs> that's how tremendously bored I was. So I'm giving oh. it a 0.25. <laughs> that's so mean. <laughs> Listen, I can acknowledge that Arabian Nights is a bad movie. I gave it a 1.25. You only gave it a 0.25. And I'll you're, do it again. You're doing a 3.5 for this. Is that what you landed on? Yeah. Just, I just for the, it was cute. Just for the audience to be aware, this is better to Kate than everything except Zombie Island, and Witch's Ghost. I, I actually thinking about this. Yes, I'm gonna. She gave this the same score that I gave Ghoul School. I fully think that this is my third favorite that we've watched. Uh, my mind does not compute. Um, I it's not agree. updating the averages. I don't know if I need to do oh, anything. No, I don't worry about it. I got it. Okay. Um. It's probably not that hard of math, but my brain hurts. It's a 1.875. Um, so it slots in right between. Give me a second to do my. It is. Oh my God. It is one of the higher ones. Yeah. It's not as good as uh, Zombie Island, obviously. Uh, Witch's Ghost. Uh, what else? Oh, Bonus Scoob. And then I think it's right below Bonus Scoob and Nutcracker Scoob um right it's above- higher oh no it's not, it's not higher than ghoul school okay thank god ghoul it's right school. above reluctant werewolf and then it's right i'd rather watch that again the nutcracker well there's a huge jump between this oh no the ghoul school sorry it's right it's right above like literally right above the reluctant werewolf but it is beneath ghoul school but by a huge margin yeah well we got it's through this. We don't really Probably. rate anything too. We either give it a one or th- or like a. No, I gave Reluctant Werewolf a straight two. Oh yeah. And you gave you gave Ghoul School a two point five. So yeah, like we've been in the two range. Um, but I really think that was the last like kind of hurdle that we have to get through besides None of the Living Do, which is something I'm not familiar with, and then everything else is at least like standard Scooby Doo affair for a long time. I think, like I'm not a hundred percent positive. Is this uh, going to be Night of the Living Dead? I think so. Um, let me just add to our little spreadsheet because we're booked oh for. Oh my go- god, it is! It's a 
is so cute. Kate's decided. Tell me the runtime before we. Um, how long? Is... Twenty minutes. Okay. Oh. I can't okay. do bad movies for more than twenty minutes anymore in this Scooby Doo project. No, I liked this one. I'm I'm excited to net a living do. Yes. Um. So, Kate, do you want to tell everyone what's coming up, or shall I? Next up, we have Scooby Doo and the Alien Invaders, and we're gonna have a guest star, Miss Lindsay Bebo. She was with us for the Nutcracker Scoob. Yes, she brought that to us, and we were like, let's do it. It was Christmas time, and now a few months later, we're gathering back, and we're going through a stretch of guests for a long time, like coming up. We we have no guestless podcast until Scooby-Doo Pirates Ahoy. So that's going to be at least 10 movies, maybe? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yep, 11 movies from now. Um, We'll have no guests again unless we schedule guests in the meantime uh but kate we have done i think this was our 10th con no because scooby-doo on zombie island takes up two cells so this was our ninth so alien invaders will be our 10th scooby-doo project podcast unless you count the preview show um which i bet you don't i don't we didn't watch anything we didn't watch anything but we just talked about scooby-doo so this was this was technically our 10th scooby-doo podcast but only our ninth covering something um but yeah, so anyways, that's all from me on this movie. Do you have anything else to say about the movie itself? I just thought it was it was cute. I thought it was it's just a nice little like ode to the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, and Kate loved it. Um, I did not. So we can we can just uh do some plugs, Catherine, if you want. Uh, do you want to plug anything first? Um, there's my Instagram, K-A-Z.Z, and you're gonna say for my Canadian friends, K-A-Z.Z, and I'm gonna say no. I um, didn't say I, you didn't even see watch me. No, because I, I was just sitting here. I was actually like, maybe I won't bother Kate this one time. I literally said I might not bother her this time in my head. And then you were the one who played yourself, so <laughs> um, and then uh I have my Twitter, tears you apart. Um, and as always, my LinkedIn. What is your LinkedIn for people to check Catherine you out? Catherine Evans. Catherine Evans, uh, with a K, not a C. Yes, with a K. Yes, because she loves. Uh, what's a what's a horror movie that starts with a K? Um, Killing Dead or something? Night of the Killing Dead? No. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Yep. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Um, but anyways, uh, and as as you heard at the top of the show, Kate was just on, but she doing just to talk about Flop Stars. She couldn't stay for the whole time, but we had a great discussion about Are You My Mummy and Flop Stars um, last night on the What You're Doing podcast that is in your feeds now. Um, and if you're not following it, you definitely should. Uh, and that's at What You're Doing Pod on Twitter. Um, as always, you can follow my main at What The Fleep on Twitter and on TikTok. Um, and then my Instagram is Filippo Faith. Um, I'm doing TikTok content now because my friend Deidre, the great Deidre, and I explained this in what you're doing, uh, is watching WandaVision and she's hella confused because there she did the primers on Scarlet Witch and on, uh, or on Wanda and on Vision, but not anything else. So I'm trying to do 60 second summaries for her using my favorite Snapchat filter, the big mouth, <laughs> um, of the movies and we're up to the thor movie so i gotta k- get back on that otherwise what else am i doing 
yeah, you can listen to my RHAP podcast that I did a week and a half ago on Survivor One World. That's still in the main feed, and it will be for the rest of the time. Otherwise, um, just the Brazilian Dragon. Uh, you can follow us on iTunes, rate, review us, five stars, tell a friend. If you have any feedback, we have a feedback form. It's pinned to our Twitter page, Brazil Dragon Pod. We're also on Instagram, Brazil Dragon Pod, and on TikTok, Brazil Dragon Pod. Um, in other news, Kate, what's something pop culture you want to plug before we go? Oh gosh, um, I um watch Barry. Watch Barry. Okay, that's what Kate <laughs> says. And for me, it's listen to Jordan Sparks music so people don't forget about her because really we did deserve more Jordan Sparks in our life, but. We the did. audience the audience disrespected her and now she was on the mass dancer and I feel like that's a low. But I, we, we didn't deserve to do that to Jordan Sparks. I agree. Um I've been listening to Jordan Sparks on Spotify so much. I and I am ready for December to roll around and one step at a time to be in my top song. What what song are you singing right now? Tattoo. Tattoo. Oh, and you have thirty as we established last night. I do. I do have yes. thirty. I think. Um, yeah, so until next time, we got to text Lindsay. So we'll have that. Hopefully this weekend we'll do that. Um, and stay on the lookout. We're going to revamp some DCOM content and some Gen Z. And there might be other stuff we have in the works here. Um, but if not, just subscribe. We're doing Scooby-Doo content. Um, and yeah, Catherine, I hope you have a lovely evening. You too, Felipe. Hug Lucy tight tonight. She's right here. Lucy, queen. Um, and yeah, bye friends. What is good?